Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. How's your Christmas been? Mine has been cool. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Quiet. I've been keeping it quiet. The only real um, event I attended was the Joy FM party in the park, which was all sorts of amazing at the Bree Botanical Gardens. All sorts of amazing, Charlie. Yeah, but the football people did not want us to have a, a quiet Christmas, Charlie. News everywhere. Too much news. Before you could say, Jack, there's another one. Was nice to see the Joy Sports team leading at all corners. That's what we do. Starting the agenda this year with the um, Sports Authority. Getting results right here on the show. And then leading the agenda again, Fento going around the country to look at their youth resource centers. Remember, it culminated in the hasty and quick fixing of the Koferidia um, Youth Resource Center that was used for the Independence Day celebration. You remember all that? And then it also led to the Sports Ministry and the National Youth Authority coming on our shows to tell us for the first time, telling Ghanaians that they have a plan that involved not doing all the youth resource centers at the same time and that they were going to do them in phases. Following that, we saw the fixing of one or two of them, which culminated, of course, in the President of the Republic, Nana Edudanko Ekufuado, um, opening the Koforidia Sports Complex that was just about within the last seven days. So we've been doing, we've been keeping the GFA on its toes. Initially, we did some reports on the FIFA forward funding. That was two months ago in October. That was when I first got the hint in London that something was coming. And over the last two weeks, yeah, we've been working with FIFA on the reports. When the reports came, we brought them to you, brought them to the attention of the general public and to Ghanaians. We believe it influenced heavily what people thought. Um, the GFA was using the FIFA funding for and then the subsequent discussion on the 
camping of the black stars which will be a major major thing for us to talk about today as well so this is the joy sports team this is what we do Public service journalism. I'm Gary Al Smith together with Muftar Nabila, who has also been a very, very big thorn in the flesh of the authorities this year, doing his bit, you know, uh, from athletics, questioning people all the time, football, questioning people, even boxing. I've collected their share. Big ups to Muftar Nabila Abdullah and my life friend to Tahiru, causing trouble all over the place, and the rest of the team who have been the support system. So you might see our faces out there. But we need a solid support system and we can't have done any of it without you. Because if you they give us the fire, you see that thing. Yeah, man. You give us the morale, you give us the fire. And then of course we, we and you fight now and again. You see oh, on Twitter we, we go back and forth on the battle on Facebook and even on the show. But it's all good. It's all in the service of our dear country, God. So today we'll do the last one. Today we'll do the last fighting. The last fighting. So did you know, did you know that for the first time since, 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 the Black Stars are going to be camping in Ghana. Yeah. If I asked you, if I opened the phone lines and I asked you, when was the last time the Black Stars camped in Ghana ahead of an Afghan or a World Cup? Would you know? Would you know? Should we test the theory? Make I open the phone lines so that you, just for like some five minutes. Okay, my producer says, yeah, just for five minutes. Then... We'll, we'll give you what we have in terms of all the countries and where they are camping. You know, there's been a few lists here and there about where who is camping, but we have the definite list now. We've put it out on socials, but if you are not on our socials, why not? But please check our socials. We have the graphic there as well. And then we'll educate you a bit on the Black Stars and the last time they, they were here in Ghana. Of course, uh, we're expecting Harry Asante Trim in about five minutes. Then he will talk about, you know, Chris Hilton, the Black Star Squad, and the camping. So we'll begin the show shortly. But the phone lines are, 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 are open. 0302216541. We'll let you give an initial salvo of what you think of the camping or how the South Africa uh, decision, the decision to camp in Johannesburg. Um, what you think influenced the decision of the powers that be, that's the sports ministry and the GFA, um, to change from South Africa to Kumasi in Ghana as well. And what your thoughts are going forward? What should we do to ensure that the Black Stars have the support of all of us? Because at the time the decision was made to go to South Africa, a lot of you were telling us on our socials that these are the things that make you angry and and take your love away from the black stars thankfully they listened they listened to be fair to them is this what will let you support the black stars unconditionally during the afghan let us know okay so uh game plan is live we are streaming i see all the links out while i wait for your calls in about 15 seconds i'll be posting it on my own x handle and also on the handle of 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 my my facebook and so on but let me welcome the guys. Uh, I wanted to say the guys in studio. But Charlie, um, in home with family. Yeah, man. Yeah, just chilling out with the family. It's been we've been very busy this year. So hey, this this 
something something just occurred to me. Just me. Yeah. No, I'll just see you shortly. Danny, how's the Christmas been? It's been different. It's been what? It's been different. Different like how? The man is married fresh. There's a what? All my life, 24th. No, use this microphone. I think I think the other one is alright. All my life on Christmas Eve. You know, I sleep, wake up on Christmas Day, I turn to my left, to my right, empty bed. <laughs> but this time around, I slept, I woke up, turned to my left. I said, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. <laughs> oh Lord, man. You know, I can't it again. Oh, I love this. <laughs> this looks good, man. This is good, man. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what I noticed, what right. I noticed, guys, is that this year. Fento Tahiro. Yeah. Sit your uh-huh. Present say. Danny Granty. Uh-huh. Present say. Uh-huh. All of us. Something has changed. Left the market. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. No, it's been a here we go for the for yeah. the squad, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the Christmas has been different for the squad, it's man. It's been sweet. Uh-huh. It's been sweet. That's why I've stayed home a lot this Christmas. Yes. Yeah. yeah I mean, I've, been, I've been home. You know. Yeah. Ba, ba, you, ba. But you have been home. You blew out. I've been homely. You've been homely. <laughs> I mean, we've been homely. <laughs> You've been homely. <laughs> Charlie, so the phone lines are, are open. 0302216541. As I walk, come, Muftar, and I'll be like, Muftar, can you hear me? One, two, three. God, I can hear you. Oh, fantastic. Muftar is joining us um, via Zoom. Charlie, you know, we do the Christmas break. Uh, we, we, our team also had a Christmas team and a New Year team. Mm. So you have half the team here in studio and then half um our Muftar uh, he he's celebrating with his family also at some coded location. Oh Muftar, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, he's inside some coded location. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Muftar, please. If if we are to expect an outdoor in, in in a few months, let us know. Let okay. us prepare. Let's move, I beg you. <laughs> Adoin. <laughs> so please, I have plenty and then uh, 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 show for do first. Make them do first. Me, I be, I be leader, I be landlord. You be landlord. And then the children will go. They can't both give me a picking to be president of Ghana. Okay. All right. Um, while we wait for the phone calls, guys, so thank you for joining us as well. Charlie, it's been a, in, a, in an interesting week. Um, Danny, it was a week by this time that we, we put out the, the FIFA report on the FIFA forward funding, which opened a lot of eyes, you know, on what the monies allocated to the various FAs. For our purposes, we focus on the teams in Africa, right? Even though the report was for countries around the world, um, on what they, they used it for. How do you think that discussion, because last week we touched on it, factored into what people or the deductions they made or the conclusions they reached with the campaign and everything that came how do you think that fa- factored into the way people commented on it okay i'm told we have a, a, a caller on the line hello good morning good afternoon good afternoon yes who am i speaking to a merry christmas yeah good afternoon my name is Theophilus. neapness neapness what's up thank you for joining us throughout the year oh <laughs> thank you very much yeah what are and you? i'm greeting an accounting too so Daddy. He said he's been beating me on Twitter for some time now. Big words, I agree. <laughs> okay. Talk yeah, to I me. have a little submission on um, one on the Mediama coach. Um, I work with him at Tema Youth for some time. I had some brief. I work with him for like a year when he first came to Ghana. Um, and he's very good. 
um, he made sure. I hope everyone in the city knows about the Panthers Ewusu. Yeah, go ahead. Um, of Samatex, yeah. He made sure the guy scored almost 30 goals in the Division 1 league when he came. So he's very good tactically and he will help them since he's a 4-3-3 coach. And furthermore, too, I also want to speak on the Black Stars issue on how they changed. It's very bad because FIFA said no politics in football, especially when governments have to enter. But it seems like these people, they are lost because they don't want to involve any Ghanaian media on anything that they want to do. So I was very surprised when we have found the to be in your studio. So I'll be keenly listening to him on whatever he's going to say. And I'll also bring my information online. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll be waiting for your questions on X, a.k.a. Twitter as well. Um, yeah. If, if your calls are coming through right now but we are just about beginning the show and we'll be going to three and once we go with Henry you know it will be difficult to put in the phone call so a few minutes here but Danny I was asking you what are your thoughts on how the all that impacted the way people saw things look it was a it was a very good discussion last week and it's 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 one of those that are it's, it's very very necessary for for it to happen especially in the media space because you see um over the years, we knew that the FIFA forward fan was was coming, and we knew. Um, in fact, to access it, you need to uh, uh, um, what what's it called? Fulfill certain parameters. And once the money was coming, in our minds, the GFE are fulfilling those parameters. But if you don't compare it to what has happened elsewhere, you may not see how poorly or how well you are doing. Mm. So when that uh, report came out and we started comparing, especially in terms of projects, what we could access and how much we were failing to access, then you understand why people should be upset. Mm. And it's like when people saw that comparison and they look at some of these quote-unquote smaller nations in terms of football and how much they were... What's even the word? How much they were, they were keen on... On, on, on bridging the gap between themselves and then the bigger nations by doing what they had to do to access the money mm. to put in the groundwork and, and, and build certain things that are very important then you could see that now nah, over here we are really sleeping on the job mm. and i think that's what opened a lot of people's eyes because you could even extend the, the conversation look at some of those smaller nations who had built hostel facilities with technical centers and things when it comes to competitions like this they don't need to go outside to go and camp because the fa has invested money catering for some of these things and it goes a long way into saving even the, the, the government's money yeah so it's december people want to chill people don't have money then we have this conversation then you compare it to what has happened elsewhere and then you start thinking to yourself if we were serious mm. and we had put in a proper plan we had done things in the interest of the game in this country maybe we would not have been needing government's uh, 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 taxpayers money to fund some setting things when it comes to the black stars especially imagine we had a, a a technical center or a center that had hostel facilities for national teams yeah and remember the azuma nelson sports complex yeah. when it was built originally that was its intended purpose in fact certain national teams were camping there back in the day yeah and then it de deteriorated and now we are in we, we are where we find ourselves when about as well when about as well but look at what is happening in morocco if the Moroccan national team is based in Morocco, 
they go to the Mohammed they sit they don't go to a hotel or they don't start looking for because they've invested money and they are reaping the benefits so they're able to save some of these things but when we had that discussion last week and as i said it opened a lot of people's eyes as to what could be and why it is not happening that way then we can start asking the FA some serious questions because yes maybe you are you have operational costs nobody's talking about nobody has uh, qualms about that what we're talking about is the projects where fifa has literally told you that we are going to give you money based on if you are willing to do certain things and we'll give it to you free and you do it for those things but it looks like we are not interested in 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 that and it is no coincidence that countries like Comoros and these small small teams are beginning to rub shoulders with us because they are doing the football we are just playing <laughs> they are doing the football and as i said look the modern game is advancing so quickly you said it over and over and over again on this show that is not really about talent anymore it's not really about talent anymore there are a lot of technicalities to it and those who are fixing their football education from the ground up and it comes with all these things infrastructure coaching education so if you are putting projects in place to cater for these things it is a very you have a very high chance that in the next 10-15 years the graduating batch will be able to wrap shoulders with the, the best of africa look at uh, uh, mauritania and the project they did that uh, culminated in they going to the afcon 2019 there are so many examples on the continent people who just put their food look at what senegal are doing now they are dominating across board morocco and these are the bloody fukata skin all flu like it's all red blue. it's not like our own is light blue or something <laughs> so it's just it's just about a lack of seriousness and yeah. that discussion was very necessary in fact the, the game since game plan started i'm sure the listeners will agree that the perspective that was put in place last week when yeah. we where our eyes were open to last week yeah. it's it's for me in terms of education it's at the top it's in terms of the yeah, shows that we, yeah. we've, we've, we've and, and for me i mean i'm so glad mm. that happened because it came right on, on the eve of the campaign discussion yeah so like people were informed people were armed people people had ample information to say that no like you, you could have done you could this. have done this so, you didn't yes, yes it is true that we don't have the best pitches in ghana mm-hmm. but over the period if these are monies we were getting mm-hmm. we, we shouldn't not have these facilities yeah so that we are looking outside the country and here and here, here yeah so, so so for me that was what was really really good about it all um fentu has joined us on on zoom as well fent happy holidays yeah happy holidays guys how are you yeah we're okay we're okay charlie uh, okay, I had, uh, to, I had to put my apologies about the video because I'm in the middle of something somewhere. So, um, hey, I'm actually inside of Charlie. I came to beg for forgiveness for all of you, especially Daniel, especially the things he did before he got married. So, <laughs> oh, I'm here to, to beg to God for forgiveness on his behalf. So, Vento so, wants to tell us that he's on. He's on the holy pilgrimage. All the fights he has engaged Vatican. in this year on Twitter. He has told people off too much. So I pray for him. So he goes into the new year, the new year with a with a different heart. So he can <laughs> let the people breathe. Because he has suffered too much in his heart. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright. So Vento joins us as well. They'll, they'll be they'll be joining us um throughout the discussion from now to three. Sito, we are laying the groundwork for the, the main discussion. Yeah. The campaign thing that came, what was your, your initial thought when we were told that South Africa was where we were going? Yeah, I, th- I think that the, I, I was just okay 
the moment the the communication was that it was the sole decision of the coach so my, my next question was going to be what were the the factors that influenced the thought that south africa would be a best place to prepare ahead of the competition that is being hosted in cote d'ivoire and the first thing that comes to the average football fans mind is weather but the weather is not the only thing that a coach needs to put a team together and get a team prepared there are several other factors in fact in the context of weather some managers prefer working in in the extreme opposite weather ahead of and then easing into the other weather ahead of the tournament so for example in going into the world cup there were some countries who camped in their country because around that time is the summer and it was very cold and few days to the main tournament in qatar they moved towards the gulf some went to saudi arabia some went to the uae even some got into qatar to play their final round of games so when you look at what switzerland did they started their campaign in europe where it was cold they came down to uae where they played a friendly match with ghana and some other countries do that so we needed to know the whole plan about why it was necessary or was important for the code to make that sole decision that we go and camp in south africa the other side of it is that why can't we camp in ghana and get ourselves ready for a competition that is just close by why do we have to travel the long miles to sa and travel back to the west of the continent to play in cote d'ivoire so I could understand where the arguments and both conversations were coming from. Now, we hear now, or we know now, that the ministry, the GFA, have said that we would camp in Ghana. So, my question is, what were the factors that brought about the decision to camp in SA? And will camping in Ghana make up for these factors that informed the decision to go to SA? Yes. And, and that is crucial because... What you are saying is that the camping in SA was supposed to be for some quality... Purposes. It has yeah. to be because it was the sole decision of the of the coach. Yes. So yes. so if they are camping in Ghana, yeah. are we compromising quality for cost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which com- is also a yeah. Is we're compromising quality for cost, or we found a way to mitigate those that yes. the quality we would have had in SA. Mm-hmm. We found a way to we bring the environment or something here in Ghana, and so that is why I'm excited that maybe Henry will join us to bring clarity to those things because these are crucial. You, you don't just decide to go to SA. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And flips say you want to camp in Ghana because yeah. there are two different places, very, very completely different, especially around this time of the year. Very, very different. I mean, a lot of Europeans like to come to SA around this time, and when it is, you know, uh, very, very cold in SA, the a lot of people from there want to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is. I can. I, I don't know why the coach, as they said, solely decided that we should go to SA, and now GFN government says or ministry said 
government says, government says we should camp in Ghana and uh, what what is opportunity cost? What are we losing if we camp in Ghana? And why would we why should we have gone to camp in SA? Fantastic. This is why this is game plan. We 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 we, we have quite a number of answers. We wanted the official position, we invited Henry Asante Chum. Um I mean just before I we, we we started the show we called him again he said he'll be here shortly so we are waiting for him no pressure at all um he's home i mean this is home you know he's our colleague and, and all that but fent um it's if i am not mistaken you broke the news of the kumasi camping before anybody else yeah. so once we have laid the foundation for listeners who may not have been up to speed on why the decision happened it's best or it makes sense that we come to you for some perspective on how the Kumasi decision came to you and how you gave it to us about three hours before the official communication was made Fent, over to you yeah Gary um, I, I think that uh, when it, this is probably one of those rare occasions where public sentiments uh, were heeded to you know in the past we've had issues with our concerns about so many things regarding uh, football that have not particularly been listened to uh, the biggest uh, elephant in the room continues to be what's happening at the national sports authority and their treatment of the Accra sports stadium or all our other facilities nobody seems to be listening and it just looks like we are just hungry dogs backing away um, but this particular incident, this particular change of decision from South Africa to Kumasi is one of those rare occasions where you can say the masses and the public interest groups finally got one over those who Heathrow were making the decisions. And I think um, credit to, to the general public in, in, in all honesty, because the way people were very loud, especially on social media, about this decision, the outrage was was um, was quite uniform, and we we all united against that particular decision um, for obvious reasons that Sicho explained. There was no explanation whatsoever that would suffice, that would convince me that we were making a better decision by going to South Africa. Not a single argument would have satisfied me not the weather argument not the privacy argument not the destruction argument what destruction there are more destructions in south africa than there are in ghana if you know you know if you know you know if you know you know short memory we know exactly what goes on in south africa um ghana has a very interesting history with south africa so it is not entirely the case that you know, it, it, it's going to be a bubble once they end up in South Africa. So, like I said, no single argument would have sufficed to convince me that we're making the right decision by going to South Africa. Financially, economically, sporting-wise, environmentally, not a single one. Maybe the only one anybody can say would be <laughs> that they have better facilities. Okay, whose fault is that? You know, so... Um, and I think that once... The decision came out, the public outcry, uh, it got to people, very powerful people in government. And so the minister summoned the meeting uh, on Wednesday. It was at that meeting that he told them, it wasn't basically, it wasn't even a discussion. It was where he told uh, the, the, uh, the GFA that this is what's coming from government. 
this is this is a situation you cannot go to South Africa. We can't let you go there. You have to you have to choose somewhere else to come, and but it has to be here in Ghana. And uh, ultimately, they settled on Kumasi because obviously uh, Professor Peter Chimesi has damaged that grass ball stadium pitch, so that was not an option. Um, Kumasi pitch uh, obviously is uh, is passable. Let me put it that way. And there are hotel facilities there. They come there all the time when they are playing qualifying matches. So they would use their Cry Sports Stadium. Pajdo is there. There are other options uh, that they could use in terms of training uh, and preparing for the competition. Also, it's slightly closer to Cote d'Ivoire. So it makes more sense. Environmentally, it makes sense. Climate-wise, it makes sense. Um, and even for me, the biggest reason I think this makes a lot of sense is that this is one opportunity for the fans to get closer to the team. Mm. There is a massive palpable discord between the Black Stars and their fans at the moment. And, the, you know, in the attempt to try and bring back the love, I thought going to South Africa and taking the team so far away from, from the public was such a massive error. It, it, was, it was basically, for me, uh, undoing all of that all of that all of that campaign that they have they have worked on over the last few years trying to bring uh, the fans back to the stadium try to bring the fans back to supporting the uh, the national team and i think you know uh, like i said the public outcry was basically what informed this decision we know what led to even the south africa decision because initially you know you know the, and henry should be uh, in a, okay i think henry should be in the studio now yeah, i see him so he should be able to confirm to us he was the one that said that the decision to go to, to South Africa was the coach's decision, which is fair because the coach came up with the South Africa decision. But only after his first decision to come in Ghana was knocked away. Whoever decided that it wasn't a great decision, Harry is here to tell us. But we know that South Africa was, in fact, not the coach's first decision. And those of us with contacts to people around the coach with sources we know that for sure that the coach's first preference was not to go to South Africa having said that uh, I think that the right decision was made eventually going to camping in Kumasi was the, was the right idea was the right decision whatever happened I saw somebody tweeted at me saying that now if they go to the AFCO and they get kicked out uh, early they would come and blame us and say we dragged them to Kumasi and I, and I say that is nonsense because we have come, gone to camp in Abu Dhabi and got knocked out in the group stages. How much worse can it get? You know, so there is, there is no way anybody could possibly blame any future poor performances of the team on camping in Kumasi because we have previously given the team the best environment to campaign and they've gone and put up shambolic performance. And the last AFCON is a good example. So for me, I yeah. think they made the wrong decision initially by deciding to go to South Africa. They've seen the sense in, in everybody's cry, in everybody's, uh, everybody's thoughts and reasoning. And now they've changed that decision to Kumasi. And I think that it's the right decision they've made. We can support them. I think it's pointless now going in circles and talking about why did you go to South Africa in the first place. They've seen the light. They've made the right decision. They're now going to camp in Kumasi, where the Black Star support has always been the biggest. Time now for Mr. Santichum and his people to look at what they can do in the next 10 days in terms of activations to try and get the fans closer to the team. Because it's absolutely necessary for them to do that. 
uh, organize some supporters, talk to the supporters group, organize some meet and greet, what have you, what, whatever it is you need to do, do that and make sure that the fans have the team support. And then the Ministry of Youth and Sports has to tap into that. All right, because we have massive support in Kumasi. The students are still there. What about you organize buses? All right, register some fans. In fact, they can even do day trips, to be honest, to Cote d'Ivoire and back. You don't necessarily need to go and keep them there. So that the fans that are connected to in Kumasi, uh, they can be the same ones to follow them to Cote d'Ivoire, to go and support the team. Because I would be very disappointed if any other country apart from Cote d'Ivoire has more supporters in the stadium than Ghana. We have absolutely no reason not to have a... Because STC already goes to Cote d'Ivoire. It's a reliable route that they already do. So, lazing with them and collaborating with them is not such a big deal. In fact, you don't even need to pay for these supporters. I guarantee you right now that if we said, Joyce Force, we are organizing a trip to Cote d'Ivoire, we have STC, this is the price. There are people that would come and pay and go on that trip to go and watch the game and come back to Ghana. So, everything is now in perfect situation perfect condition for the team to go out there and bank on the support of the 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 the, the, the fans here right and go and do well in Cote d'Ivoire so all in all I think that uh the right decision has been made let's uh let's move forward um I don't know what was going through people uh, the minds of people when they made that initial decision but it's not something uh, that I would like to dwell on now. The right decision has been made. They've listened to the public and they should have done that in the first place. They didn't, but they've done it now. And I think going forward, like, we bank on this situation. Okay, thanks. You're, you're, you're breaking a bit, but your, your point is very, 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 very well made. Um, I'll, I'll piggyback on what you just said with just some two statistics as well, you know, just so that we get some good good perspective on the last thing that Fen said meanwhile Henry Asante Chumas joined us uh, GFA spokesperson Henry thank you so much for your time we appreciate it my pleasure Gary yeah so Fen if you can hear me Muftar you're also there as well um, in context of what I just said the top five teams the official top five teams list of those who have bought tickets out from CAF you know and 10 days is a long time for us to put things together especially now that we know that the team are camping here if they see them a few times and all that, they should be able to whip up some interest for people to buy the tickets and ensure. Because some of the tickets, you check the tickets uh, rate and you convert them. Charles, one thing to Ghana cities. You know, like, one thing, they are quite accessible for, for a number of Ghanaians who are in a situation to travel, who want to travel. I mean, if you go to Kumasi now and in 10 days, the activations are good and people feel like, Charlie, they won't go especially on day trips mm. you know to Cote d'Ivoire we can be among the top five teams by the time the group stage has ended so the top five teams one Cote d'Ivoire they've bought th just about 32,000 tickets second Guinea-Bissau 28,000 tickets just over that um, Equatorial Guinea have bought just over 16,000 tickets Nigeria not too surprising is it have bought just over 12,500 tickets Senegal have bought just over 10,000 tickets so these are the top five teams in terms of the um tickets sold now for what matches have people bought the most tickets for the afcon 2023 one d'Ivoire versus guinea bissau which makes sense if you match look at the one about match day one yeah. right two d'Ivoire versus nigeria i mean you don't need explaining for that one the guest came in there is group. yeah a joint second is equatorial guinea versus guinea bissau right, right. the guinea derby the guinea derby three 
Equatorial Guinea versus Cote d'Ivoire. It also makes sense looking at the number at of exactly now. What people don't know is that Equatorial Guinea have a sizable population in La Cote d'Ivoire mm -hmm. as well for some historical reasons and um stuff like that. Mozambique versus Ghana is also joint third in terms if, of if you really buy the tickets, or uh, I, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> but Mozambique versus Ghana <laughs> as well. Then joint fourth Senegal Cameroon, they have a big historical rivalry <laughs> big so because cameroon Cote d'Ivoire, senegal cameroon are big historical rivalries yeah, yeah. guinea versus the gambia neighbor 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 yeah neighbor 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 and then five egypt versus ghana ah. now we don't, we don't need explanation for that one. <laughs> so this should give you some perspective on how the ticket sales are going and how we can plug into it and make sure that you know we we we, we 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 make sure we have a good afghan experience it's 155 here in our studios on joe 99.7 fm the game plan is powered by the joy sports team but also fueled by petrosol every drop matters just as every penny counts do you know that quality fuel enhances your vehicle performance and reduces maintenance costs take no risk in times like this all you need is value for your money look no further drive to the next petrosol fuel station for your clean, accurate, quantity fuel suitable for new technology vehicles, be a happy customer. Fill with smiles, drive more miles, and save some money. Petrocell, your clean fuel, your clean quality fuel in full quantity. Petrocell, always a delightful experience. The festive season is upon us, and DSTV, in collaboration with Electromad, has the perfect Christmas gift for everyone. Buy an LED TV, 55 inch and above, from any Electromart outlet and get a free DSTV decoder with one month subscri subscription at no additional cost. Christmas debut you are this year. Enjoy the action from the Premier League, especially with the great games coming. Watch our exciting drama and movie content across Aquaba Magic and all our movie channels. Don't miss out on this unmissable deal. Contact 055-275-5456. That's 055-275-5456. 055-277-7905 for more details. Terms and conditions apply. DSTV, it's your moment. So, Henry, you're welcome again. First of all, um, congrats on 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 being a listening a listening GFA and a listening government. <laughs> let's clap for them. Let's clap for them. Let's clap for them. <laughs> a listening GFA and a listening government. Or oh, Henry, you disagree? I don't know. <laughs> I, do, I don't know. Um, once once a decision has been made, we just have to respect it. I, I no, my, but, my, but my, there, my were personal, there were two decisions. There were two decisions. Yes. To, to Which, go to South Africa. Yeah. And then. You changed to Kumase. Yeah. So by saying you don't know, yeah. you are saying that you can't confirm or deny whether it's due to public pressure. My 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 personal opinion doesn't count here. No, uh, you are here in official capacity. <laughs> <laughs> I I think good afternoon, Gary. Yes. Um, I think that yes. Um, first of all, first of all, a decision has been made. Mm. Um, we've been able to find solution to where the team is going to camp. But um, in terms of perspectives and all the issues that have come up in, in the last um, two, th um, three, four days, mm. um, when you are going into a tournament, a, a number of factors come in. Um, you need to speak to your technical team to find out what their plans are. Then management will consider the decisions of the technical team and look into it and then ask questions. And that's exactly what happened this time around. Um, I will be a big, big, big liar to say that Ghana was never conceded in choosing a place for the team to camp um, during the discussions. So there were a number of countries that we conceded and Ghana was one. Um, Ghana was one, Togo was another, Cameroon, um, Benin 
Equatorial Guinea before South Africa. Please go through the list again. Ghana was one. Mm -hmm. Togo was another. Mm -hmm. Benin, mm -hmm. Equatorial Guinea, Cameroon, and South Africa. Now, the first two uh, players that we cut No, 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 Muftao, relax, relax, please. He's I just want clarity. When Abu Dhabi yes, was we'll, 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 we'll get time, yes. Oh, unfortunately, I can't hear him, so. Oh, okay. But okay, he was asking if Abu Dhabi was part. No. UAE was not part? No. Okay. No. Um, um, so, yes, in, in, in choosing a place for um, camping, you know, in situations like this, two things. We considered, first of all, having a serene atmosphere for the team. An atmosphere devoid of intrusion. An atmosphere with minimal or no distraction whatsoever. Distraction, it could be the public distraction. It could be media distraction. It could be any other distraction. Now, also, let's not forget that in times like this, your opponent are picky-poking. They want to know what's going on in your camp. They sometimes send you know unknown people to come and, and and monitor and look around and see what you are doing so a serene and you know a distraction free atmosphere was a key was the first major point in deciding where the team comes now another one at the time we were taking the decision not to camp in ghana we did not have the opportunity to play any high profile friendly game either in accra begro bequai Suboy Suhum or Takradi. If you didn't mention Suboy Kra like I go for those initiated, Henry comes from the Suboy, so he includes the Suboy in everything. You know? <laughs> so 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 in, in deciding or in settling on a friendly game, whether you are playing a lower intensity, mid intensity, or higher intensity friendly game, you then decide what goes into organizing a friendly match. The first thing is money. Yeah. If we were going to fly a country to come to ghana to come and play us it means we must pay it means you need to fly the country in and out and it's a substantial amount of money it means that you need to take care of their accommodation you need to take care of their internal transport and and so forth and so on and that's that's a huge sums of money you are talking about here so having experienced a few unfortunate scenes in kumasi because that's where we've played all our matches since we moved from cape coast now chris always decides to train behind closed doors and it has always been impossible to train behind closed doors in ghana you remember just sunday ago the kotoko rtu game was moved from 3 p.m to 6 p.m because there were three different funerals taking place at Abayara sports stadium on the match day and kotoko wrote to the fa and requested for change of kickoff time and that's a key consideration and it's one of the major headaches we've had since we moved from cape coast to kumasi to play our home matches so with these points that i have enumerated ghana is completely ruled out at the, at the time yes <clears throat> at the time okay now togo we consider togo because every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Los mejores viajes. 
nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. At the time we started thinking about a place of camping, Algeria had contacted us and they wanted to play us in a friendly. So it makes the Togo argument laudable. Now, in 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 considering the the Togo option as well, we realized that there is only one standard stadium in the whole of Togo, Stade Kege. The other training option or the other field that was available or is available to the team would be an astroturf somewhere mm-hmm. in one of the outskirts of of lumi and an, another key issue was accommodation the top hotel in the in the country had been taken fully booked for the first two weeks of january so what it means is that you are left with no option but to cancel that togo idea Okay. Equatorial Guinea came up. Equatorial Guinea was a big no um, um, from 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 our technical team. Then we moved to Cameroon. Cameroon, we considered a few options. The feedback wasn't positive, so it was cancelled. Benin as well. After one or two discussions, Benin was also cancelled. So the coach said, "I will go to South Africa," and that received the blessing. Of the executive council in making the decision to go to South Africa, um, um, it is not as if one just woke up one morning and 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 made that decision, or took the decision to come to the team in South Africa. All these factors were considered. A lot of thinking went into it. Um, um, various arguments were raised by both the technical team, the management team, which is the ESCO, because at the moment there is no Black Stars management team, and then eventually. A decision was taken to send the team to South Africa because one, we were hundred percent sure that the serene atmosphere and the incident and the intrusion-free and distraction-free atmosphere we were looking for would be fully, fully um, 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 advanced because we will get it anyway. In South Africa, we had put measures in place to give the team the best of atmosphere you can ever think about. We had written to Safa. They gave us 100% assurance. They gave us a good training pitch. And they also approved our friendly with Botswana. Now, the second, the second issue, aside the intrusion-free distraction issue, is the ability to get at least one top-level friendly match. Top level friendly match. Botswana didn't qualify for the Cup of Nations, mm-hmm. but they had expressed interest in playing with us because they also feel it prepares them for future competitions. And once you have Botswana to play with minimal or no cost, you take it. Because if you were going to play, if you were going to bring an opponent to Ghana to come and play, it would have cost you a substantial amount of money. So the factors tilted in favor of South Africa, having considered all the various options available to us for which reason we settled on south africa we here is all of us inclusive technical team management staff everything all of us inclusive Mm -hmm. but it was not the sole decision of the fa to take the team 
to South Africa. And I remember <coughs> when I saw your post, I I I I, I published I published something under your post as one of the comments and said it's the sole decision of the technical team because <coughs> because we had been in advanced discussions with the head coach and he calls the shot the backstop with him and he said I want to go to South Africa there. I do not have to bother about facilities because they are there in abundance. Once we had confirmed the Botswana friendly, we were good to go. We were home and dry, <coughs> and we settled on South Africa. So, 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 so perspective, um, uh, um, Gary. These are the perspectives that went into making that decision to come with the team in South Africa. I know a number of issues have come up. People have spoken about the weather condition. Uh, South Africa is cold. Ghana is warm. Blah 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 blah. But maybe when we get there, I will also give you the scientific reasons behind that uh, uh, cold and warm issue with specific reference to cold and warm mm -hmm. maybe let me touch on it before we we proceed <clears throat> we learned something from Ivram grant in 2015 when Ivram took over the team in 2014 after our abysmal performance in brazil the first thing he did was to look for a camping place for the black stars at the time yeah. because he came in when we had already qualified for the africa cup of nations yeah he said it is always wrong to burn out before a tournament burning out here the scientific analysis he propelled at the time was that you come in the warm and you play in the warm there is a lot of science in it <clears throat> you rather must camp in the cold and play in the warm or camp in the warm and play in the cold it helps your 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 competition level mm. and this is why teams in england specifically because most leagues go on break in december mm. until january that is why teams in england leave the cold and go to abu dhabi to warm themselves and come back into the cold or, or to the south of spain or to the south of spain where it is very very warm during this time of the year or portugal or portugal yeah or, or maybe the scandinavia but there the weather is so 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 terrible to the extent that you can't even walk outside in sure. december january so they normally break their leaks in november so so we looked at that as well not to burn out before the competition to camp in a 38 degrees celsius weather and play in a 40 degrees celsius weather by the time you play your second game your team is burnt out and having followed that signs he gave us ghana finished second at the cup of nations in equatorial guinea in 2015 but for the penalty miss of um um was it was it frank was it was it or a free aqua missed missed their kicks but our performance in equatorial guinea has been one of mm. the best in recent times and when we did the post tournament analysis the decision to come in a cold weather and to play in a warm weather was number one you know on the list so so yes we 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 looked at all these factors now south africa is not at the moment it's not as war as cold as it is in june july they are their summer this yeah. is their summer mm. and so the cold weather argument is not too strong occasionally it rains but the weather there is slightly colder than what we are experiencing here but even here the 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 air we breathe is quite thin humidity up, 
up north is worse than what, what we have here in the south so so gary all these factors were considered yeah. all these <clears throat> factors including financial implications you know um sporting implications and 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 what have you administrative implications as well all these factors were considered before we eventually decided to come in south africa right so henry be before we move on to the next thing on the on the issue of the weather um abraham grant and, and i heard this you know about the fact that abraham grant taught us this thing but the counter argument immediately especially for people at the sports ministry who i know are very well versed in the you know the, the, the black stars history your good self president okraku who has been with the gfa was a sports journalist himself there are so many people and they have that institutional memory is that this cold warm argument we have facts that can immediately from previous camps you know put them aside immediately so from 2004 afghan black stars didn't make it right yeah. Yeah, 2006 is is a perfect litmus test because that is when the recent resurgence happened. So we have a generation where we can use to have a comparative analysis that is fair, you know, mm. because under Kwesin Yantechi, things were not as chaotic and has have never been chaotic in terms of finding money for campaign and so on and so forth. Absolutely. So from 2006 till now, it's a it's a fair reflection yeah it's a good a good period yes, for us a good to period make, for us analysis. To make those arguments and so we can begin 2006 afghan was in egypt, egypt yes we had our company radis in tunisia yeah thankfully i had just started journalism then so for all these things that i'm going to say i remember the arguments that were made shabu shabu correct correct mm -hmm. right they said radis tunisia was closer to egypt and that we wouldn't waste money and the temperatures were okay and similar to acclimatize with the favorite word of the gfa since radis tunisia so we went we we went to the afcon crashed out group stage at a group stage mm. chop last 2008 <laughs> 2008 yeah we hosted the afcon we were in abu dhabi that is when our our golf relationship began abu dhabi it was we went to uae yeah the argument i remember furious because they said it was a waste of money they said distraction was the biggest thing reason why we went there yeah. it wasn't even a temperature issue because people also made those arguments that ah you are playing the afghan in if you need places to and remember at that time we had developed the best facilities arguably in our recent history and we had everything here so we had camping new grounds pitches, yeah. new new training, training everywhere yeah. we had camping grounds hotels in, were good hotels were good in tamale we had in kumasi we had here in accra we had in the west of ghana so but we made that argument and we went to abu dhabi in the uae we came back we know where we finished third semi-final and then third place so we are starting to see how the temperature thing can sometimes be used when we want and when we don't want 2010 Afghan Angola was in Angola. We went to Nelspruit in South Africa. This is before the World Cup. The South Africans at the time had spoken to us that they wanted some of the Afghan countries going to Afghan to come and camp there, test you the know, facilities. test the facilities. And they gave us very good deals as well ahead of the World Cup to see the readiness and how well those things okay, were. Facilities, yeah. Now, I was in Nelspruit also at the World Cup. So I know, like, it was correct, correct, correct. The temperature was that's where we played against Burkina Faso. 
2013. Nelspot is like um, maybe, maybe wow boga. Nelspot is like, like wow yeah. wow boga yeah. in terms of the way, and it's yeah. cold and it's remote yeah. and all that. So distractions wise, yes, temperature wise, it was quite sim- similar to what we had in Angola, Angola. Yeah. as well. So that that was it. In 2012, we went. The Afghan was in Gabon. Right, was yes. it Gabon? 2012 yes. was Gabon, Gabon. and Guinea. Gabon, and, and in 2010 we, we were in the final. We were in the final. Yes. 2010 we were in the final. Yeah. Gabon, we camped in Rustenburg in South Africa because you say oh, we had some good relationships there. It had worked for us in the previous, previous Afghan, and then you know for the World we Cup, had some decent friendly games. Too. We had some decent friendly games too because South Africa were building on that legacy, and so it was a hot destination at the time. A lot of countries were camping. I think there were that year there were about four countries that came exactly so it was we, easy we had a very good friendly yes yeah. we had easy, easy access to friendlies yeah. as well yeah. so i remember that we fin- we went to the afcon you know as a major missed the penalty we finished fourth 2013 south africa um south africa, africa we yes. went to abu dhabi again for some reason we didn't choose south africa at that time <laughs> even though they had all the facilities and everything you know and again the arguments were that oh we have some good relationships post 2018 abu dhabi and then the temperature temperature thing was brought meanwhile in previous the previous afghan that temperature argument wasn't brought you see they said the temperature was similar as we had said in 2006 when we went to radis for egypt but we hadn't said that in 2008 and 2010 but suddenly we said that in 2012 and we had conveniently said that again for 2013 and say we are going to abu dhabi so because it was hotter and then we come down and camp so then 2015 came with this argument that henry is talking about so the point i'm making is that we have made a habit of picking and choosing when it is convenient for us and to my mind if you look at all this even if you continue the next afcon we went to dubai again before the afcon in 2017 yeah and that was in cameroon in cameroon that was yeah no that was that was in 2017 was in egypt it, no egypt no egypt, no, egypt was 2019 17 is egypt yes 17 cameras Cam- Seven, okay so yeah, yeah yeah you see uh no 2017 is uh, equatorial uh one of them should be a, no wasn't hey, it wasn't Cameroon. i've come to 2017 was, was Cameroon was yeah, the recent yeah, one yeah, 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 Gabon. Gabon. that's what i think we went to dubai for that one and we came to gabon as well i mean we know how that finished right 2019 afghan was in egypt we went to dubai again 2021 and then we crashed out i mean let's 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 not you know in the second round in the second round so again that was when they expanded the competition to 2024 teams 2021 we're in doha qatar for the afghan in cameroon so henry you see on the face of the pink sheet what you are saying about avram grant choosing a place in it makes sense because we did well but if you look at our last 20 years we have had the habit of picking and choosing and it has not necessarily reflected on us doing well or otherwise i can actually say that there are exigent factors you see there are outside factors that we have either controlled well or failed to control that have impacted and we can list a lot of the them. number one among the the camping places you listed yes the number one the most important consideration of all is the serene atmosphere fine the distraction free sure um, atmosphere um there was an argument about oh but you have been playing in kumasi you've been playing in kumasi and we've given you the best but gary 
if it is that you are camping for three days before a game or two days before a game the conditions are totally different completely different from staying in camp for a long period of time for a major tournament even the build-up your training your pattern your your preparation mindset psychology team preparation um, um, um evaluation all those factors is completely different from playing a one-off game so there, there there might be different places of camping since 2006 as you enumerated i mean but there will be number one reason and other reasons and i am glad to say that the number one reason of all the places you have listed regardless of the avram argument in 2015 or any other argument from any of the coaches we have had since 2006 is the fact we have always wanted to be at a place where there is less or no distraction um um if you were if you were closer to the team i'm sure you've been to many many tournaments you've had the chance of being closer to the team um, on different occasions these players always ask for certain things that need to be provided now it is mostly difficult to camp our players in ghana because by the time you wake up in the morning the lobby of the team hotel is full it's either friends coming to visit it's either uh, uh, relations or mother or father coming to see his or her child or her or, or, or her son or his son or maybe people coming around hey maybe autograph hey maybe this maybe that maybe that or full of journalists or colleagues of mine <laughs> coming around for exclusives you know but when you take the team the i i don't think the issue about bringing the team closer to the people is important here because even 2006 we played in ghana the tournament was in ghana we camped outside ghana and we finished third the team was not closer yeah. sorry 2008 the team was no, nowhere near ghanaians but but Every single game in that tournament, the stadium was filled to the rafters. No. So my counter-argument to you was that we went to Radest for the campaign. But when we came back, we came to play a four-nation tournament. Yes. Okay. So that's, that, that, was, that, that, was, that was part of the build-up to the tournament. Yes. So that's what I'm saying. So it's not that it wasn't important that we, we went to Radest and they didn't meet the people. We, we made progress we, for it. We went, we went to Radest to camp yes. and came back to play a four-nation tournament. I no, no, not, not Radest. Sorry, no, it was in Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Yes. And we yes. came back to play a four-nation tournament. Yes. The number of days they spent in Abu Dhabi, yeah. the technical team had done everything they wanted to do for the, for the tournament. Mm -hmm. And the four-nation tournament was a top-up in addition to what they did in Abu Dhabi. Mm. I'm sure... I was on commentary that time at least i did two commentaries that time um in in the games and 60 70 percent of the players who started our game against benin did not start our first match against guinea okay they did not they did not start our second game against um um is it boswana namibia. or namibia we won one zero namibia. And, and they did not start our last game against morocco which we came morocco. from behind to win one zero mm. because they had prepared the team in abu dhabi came here to rehearse some of the possibilities that may come up in the tournament situation by using the four nations tournament um and um, that we did we win i think we won yeah. Yeah, yes yeah, yeah. ghana benin togo played in that in that in that tournament so so 
yes the other factors make sense but the number one consideration is the first point i raised about intrusion free okay. distraction so, free so so Harry, and, you, you've, you've made that point so that we don't belabor it um uh, why is fent what muftar you are there as well um Sicho, yeah and and to the listeners please feel free to send your questions Henry is here we have about uh, 40 minutes you know let's ask all the questions we want i'll yeah. be asking mine as well the questions we've been asking on social media yes <laughs> and i put um, every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. An initial post. The question is that Nikkei has been posted on social media. Yes, yes, so I'll ask a lot from. That's why I don't want to ask my own personal question. That's a lot from what people are thinking as well. So I've, I've selected a few that are representative. Teacher, right. you start while I, 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 I put them together. Yeah, Henry, you, 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 you're speaking about. You, know, you spoke about the, the way I think, which I think is a factor that can be a cherry on a well-prepared team if it's like you have fried rice right you can add ketchup to it give you another flavor but the ketchup is still fried rice so the weather thing can be an extra you know something but i agree it's not the main thing however having heard you explain why you wanted to go to essay and now that the team is camping in ghana i sense an FA and a technical team that is going to compromise because one You've already said that when the team comes in Kumasi or comes in three days, four days in Kumasi, you wake up to intrusions which you want to avoid. The reason why you want to go to South Africa is not a serene atmosphere as you would want. The reason why you wanted to go to South Africa. Now that the team is camping in Ghana, how are you going to mitigate that? How are you going to stop that? How are you going to stop the intrusions? How are you going to get a serenity that you are speaking about? Because it appears that we might be compromising on something that is very dear to the FA in preparing the team to excel in Cote d'Ivoire. Very good point. Um, so, so yesterday, immediately after um, we finished the meeting, the the FA is taking steps to beef up security at the at the hotel. As we speak, I'm sure you don't know where the team will even sure. come in Kumasi. You don't know which hotel we we will come in Kumasi. It's a matter of time. But yes, <laughs> it's, it's just a matter. We'll of just follow time. the bus. We want to. <laughs> we want to. We want to. We want to. We want to try as much as possible and prepare the grounds. And so, there is an advanced team in Kumasi at the moment who are working on um, um, putting things in place. Um, we've spoken to the security apparatus to provide us with um, um, top, top, top quality security as much as possible. And here I'm talking about joint police and military, yeah. so that at least we'll be able to to get that atmosphere we are we are looking for. Um, is it a compromise? I I don't think I don't think it is um, at this particular moment because this is a decision we have we have made, and the decision is binding. So you need to put all the factors or all the things in place in order to to get what you are looking for. So yes, hurriedly we have started preparing, and and I am sure that by by Monday or Tuesday when 
when the players move to Kumasi, the grounds will be good enough to to host them. Right, my last question for no, the no, day. no, 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 no. Please go ahead. Yes. That's, that's why we are here. Yes, <laughs> you've not you've not explained or told us why the team didn't go to South Africa and chose Ghana. You gave us the reasons why you considered several other, all the countries that you mentioned. But there was an announcement that the team was going to essay. Why did that not happen? Because everything was said. Safa gave you the backing. Botswana was available to play against at low cost. And we pushed all that aside to say mm. that we are camping in Ghana. Mm. Kumasi precisely. Mm. Henry, why? Okay, why? The reason is that today, we are not going to spend on paying for an opponent to play the Black Stars. At least we know that we have one higher intensity game that the team will play um, in Kumasi with with no cost in the past we were going to pay um if we had gone to south africa we, we would get botswana you know with with low cost to play today luckily for us i mean and it's a major factor that that came up in the in the meeting luckily for us we woke up four days ago and received a letter from our brothers in um, namibia, namibia yeah. that they were coming to ghana to camp here so the Namibia camping in, in Ghana argument settles everything. So it is that at the end of the day, at the end of the day, mm. you are not going to spend that substantial amount of money that I spoke about earlier. So it's that one game that changes everything. Yes, from, yes, yes. And not not the public outcry. So if if we're gonna get a free game in SA and would have had to pay less to bring a team to Ghana, we, we would have been in SA for camping. Yes. Not the public outcry. No. Right. Okay. So um Henry. In terms of camping in Ghana, you mentioned that the considerations were serenity and all that. Right now, you are going to be in Kumasi. Yeah. Because of all the reasons you have given, especially Henry um, Sicho asked a direct question. Why did you? And you've answered why. Couldn't we have used these same decisions before even thinking of South Africa? So that we didn't even have to think of South Africa because I'm thinking, for example, Akrade just outside Accra. The right to dream, if you agree with me, has facilities that are pristine, calm, is secluded, and security can be arranged for us to camp or have our training sessions at Right to Dream. In terms of accommodation, it may not be Black Star Standard. However, there are places around the Akosumbo Enclave. In fact, 15 minutes away, the Royal Century Hotel is there. Isn't that, for example, an option we could consider? Then you think about your friendly. So the friendly was a game changer. Very, very important. So, because after you've very, had very your tactical important. everything, you have to test it. Test it, yes. Okay. To know the readiness of your team. If it was going to come at a cost, you have to pay for the opponent. Not only that. If you if you come at um, right to dream and you want to play a high profile friendly game today the across stadium is not available so you need to look elsewhere will you send the opponent to kumasi and send the team to kumasi to go and play the friendly match and come back to akrade that's another issue okay 
All right. I mean, in the context of everything, maybe it won't be a problem. For me, it won't be a problem. I think technically it will be a problem. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Henry. that we, we disagree on that. Danny, yeah. you come and then I go to social I, media. The way I respect that. The way I respect disagreement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we agree to disagree. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so, so um, after Danny, then we go to social media, get some of the questions off there as well, and then we we <laughs> uh, Two quick ones. Um, from your your explanations, which I must say um, makes sense in the in the regard where you are putting them. Danny, your microphone. Yeah. Can I be here? <laughs> yeah, you can be here. You are loud. Um, I'm just struggling to come to terms with with uh, this what I'm about to say. So, from what you are saying, it's like the FAS was okay with spending money on the 10 days in south africa because of the uh, privacy and the facilities but we're going to ease off when it came to quality of opposition because they didn't have to pay for a high profile because uh, uh, botswana was coming at a cheap but and that sort of superseded staying in ghana saving money by not uh, traveling spending less amount of money in terms of uh, hotel fees and things and then having to deal with not having the ideal privacy that you would have had but having a high profile friendly because namibia are coming to town and can give us that that uh, 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 match up in terms of quality so it's 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 like it is okay to spend big money on going to south africa but the tests or the exam that we write before we go to the afcon will not be that level of quality that we should expect at the afcon when it comes to money allocation for for me it's a bit dicey so i, I think you need to further explain the reason is there is there is the principle of privacy so important that the tests or the exam that you write the friendly game that you write before the the the, the competition can be low quality and it will be okay well <clears throat> yes um um Danike, thank you um i think that I think that in in all of this we shouldn't forget that if you were looking to play uh, a top 10 team with the exception of algeria that we spoke to yeah. all the other teams are leaving africa all the other teams cameroon are not campaigning in africa nigeria are not campaigning in africa um, um, um which other team Tunisia. We, we we have the list. I can read it yes. now. So, so Algeria okay. are camping in Togo. Yeah. Angola are camping in the UAE. Burkina Faso in the UAE. Cameroon in Saudi Arabia. Cape Verde in UAE and Tunisia. Cote d'Ivoire, the host nation, are camping at home. DR Congo are going to the UAE. Egypt are camping at home in Egypt. Equatorial Guinea at home in Equatorial Guinea. Gambia are going to Saudi Arabia. Ghana now in, in, in Kumasi. Guinea in the UAE, Guinea Bissau in Mali, Mali in Mali. Interesting. Guinea Bissau are going to Mali. Mali are, will be in Mali. Mauritania will be in Tunisia. Morocco will be at home in Morocco. Mozambique will be in South Africa. Namibia will be in here in Ghana. Nigeria will be in the UAE. Senegal will be at home in Senegal. South Africa will be at home in South Africa. Tanzania will be in Egypt. Tunisia will be at home in Tunisia. And Zambia are going to Saudi Arabia. So you realize that in I mean the top the top ten ranked teams on the continent 
90% of them will not be on the continent. So it means they are not available. You won't get them um, to play with the exception of Algeria. And even Algeria, we, we spoke, we had a discussion with Algeria, but I've already explained why we couldn't camp in Togo. And then I also touched on the Equatorial Guinea factor. I'm sure if the technical team had agreed to go to Equatorial Guinea, we would have had them. You know, because they were camping at well, home. What was their reason, though? Th that was, I think, one of the few countries didn't mention the reasons as you did for Togo and 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 other other countries. It was it was it was a straight no. It was just a straight no. Yeah. No reason. No reason. It was just a straight no. Um, you don't fancy the country? Um, no, I, because I didn't. Because I you I didn't prove it. I didn't make the decision. I I am not in the position to say whether we fa uh, they fancy the country or not. But it was just a a straight no. So Danike. So yes. Um, the money issue, the financial consideration is very important. Can't be in Ghana at a low cost and then and then not get a friendly because at the time if we had decided to come in Ghana, Namibia had not confirmed they were coming here yeah. at that time when we made the decision. But we had confirmed a friendly in South Africa and even though South Africa would have cost us uh, a substantial amount of money, we would have gotten our friendly anyway mm -hmm. um, in South Africa. If you were camping in Ghana, if we are taking the decision three weeks ago to camp in Ghana, then we were going to now fund the transport and other expenses of the team we want to play. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you wouldn't get a top team because they are all going outside Africa. Yeah. Egypt will not play you because you, you, you will face them in the, in, the, in the Cup of Nations. So these are some of the dicey areas, very, very critical areas that you look, you look at and you veer into in making you know decisions like like mm. what we made mm. last week and what has been made this 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 week or yesterday um at least what i know is that yes the serenity and the intrusion free and what have you even though is a key factor another thing that also you know uh, helps the argument today is the fact that namibia were coming in we're not too sure of the country they were going to play or the team they were going to play i'm sure they were they were thinking of playing a club side or something but eventually when we decided that we are going to be home-based they said oh then that's 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 something good mm. so it helps us and it helps them as well and we've both both agreed um you know to face each other before we all fly out to 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 um cote d'ivoire okay for the tournament um second one but before i go to the second one uh, you also mentioned that uh, chris said uh, the facilities in south africa and uh, you look at Morocco, Egypt, who have invested in facilities in their home country, so they are able to stay at home, and, and it's not really a problem when you take the serenity and privacy aside. So maybe going forward, I think the FA should also, especially considering the report from last week, mm -hmm. the FA should also put some work in and, and then get the facilities in. FIFA forward? The FIFA forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It will, it will, it will Pram benefit Pram, all of us. Pram Pram will come good very soon. Don't yes. worry. Amen. Um, but uh, second one. <laughs> second one. Uh, Henry, um, this one is on my heart. It's not really like a. You have teases on your phone. Oh yeah, but I'll not. <laughs> Today is not a day. Today you, you are here, so this one, I'll tell you something from okay. my heart. Look, um, I'm saying this from a, a, a fan's point of view. In 2008, we were already in love with the Black Stars. Yeah. It didn't really matter if they were going outside to go and camp. We didn't really care because we knew eventually they were coming home and we were going to give them our best. But the disposition between the fans and the national team over the past two three years i think it's an at an all-time low i've never seen something like this before where the gfa has to beg fans to come to has to do activations in 2008 we didn't need appear to tell us to come to the stadium 
Do you get it? And I'm not talking about the Afghan. I'm talking about whether it was across. Uh, across yes, actually telling that people to come. Let, let them. Come. Let them come. <laughs> and we'll beat them. <laughs> that sort of thing. So when I look at some of the 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 communications from the FA and how the FA handles the team, it's almost like you, you are saying one thing and bring back the love, but the, the actions are not showing it because consistently it's like you are taking the team further, further and away from. Uh, from the people and when you're safe taking the team further away from the people you see it's not by force and i perfectly understand from a technical point of view when you say you want to train behind closed doors every top team does it because you need a certain level of focus when you are preparing for some of these competitions but there has to be a consideration especially when you look at the emotional uh, 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 measure of love between the people, that's the fans in the team at this uh, at this point. Look, you can go to South Africa and do all the work possible. But if you go straight from South Africa to Cote d'Ivoire, with how our relationship is with our team, we don't care. If we go and lose, we'll bash. In fact, there are, they are Black Stars fans today who are praying that the team will lose so that they can have... Stages. Yeah, Look, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that bad. Yeah. So I think I that very sad when on, I, on when top I of that. the list, especially during this time, from an FA's point of view, from a PR point of view, the fans have to feel... We have to feel our team. You have to bring that love back. And bringing that love back means that, look, if we are not reporting on the team, they don't know what is happening. If 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 activations are not happening, they, they, some of the players have not, they don't even know what it means to be. Since Inyaki turned, uh, yeah, I can say, since Inyaki turned Ghanaian, He's always been a Ghanaian. Since he turned <laughs> Ghanaian. <laughs> since, since, he became, <laughs> since he became a black star. A black star, okay. okay. Yeah. Since Inyaki became a black star, he's not had that. I remember when I go go in uh, 2008. Yeah. It was like, there was even activations at that time, but we had access. We could feel them. The love was there. So it's, Ago was readily accepted, like one of us. There's still this distance. And if we, if we continue to strict measures there are no training behind closed doors we are going here we are going here uh, security fans are not allowed i think a compromise should be made sometimes and especially at this time when the love is at an all-time low because look it will go a long way you say it all the time you need us we need you we want you to win and you also need us to support so if you need us to support and you can clearly see that right now like we've done a cow black stars fans in the team we've done a car it's, it's, it's not been like this before and I'm, I'm i'm talking from a fan's point of view so some of these considerations has to mean have to be has to be made especially at this point in time it can't it can't be overlooked okay and it should be at it at top three priorities in terms of preparation for this competition which is at home because last week when chris spoke on talk sport spoke about the fact that we are close he expects fans to but when you look at the ticket prices we are not in top five and it shows there, were time, there was a time where Ghanaians were willing to pay money. By this time, we are up there. But people are so, not doing so that. I, because I, it's not, it's, it's, it's I, I, under, I understand your, your concern, Daniel. Um, but Gary, the yeah. truth of the matter is that the team is not consistent in terms of results. The 2008 example Danike is citing here, the love was on a high because when the black stars were stepping out of the tunnel to play a game even when you are a commentator or you are covering the game 
you know you can even close your eyes and 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 i'm speaking from experience at the time in 2008 i was i was on commentary for the afcon i could even close my eyes and know where john pinto will send the ball to at at any given time or where SCN will find himself anytime antonianan gets the ball today is not the case every team that is not consistent in terms of results suffer these fate in one way or the other we have not been consistent we have been absolutely poor in recent years in terms of results now when you continue to lose or you even win ugly and the fans don't enjoy what you put on the pitch because aside everything the four of us in this studio know that aside everything the the results is what matters but when the result does not look good you don't expect the fans to be happy so so i perfectly agree but what we have done again what we have done since our game against nigeria in kumasi during otoado's time we spent three days in in training the first two days were closed the third day 24 hours to the game he allowed the fans to come in and i enjoyed every every bit of it on that fateful day under chris his first two training sessions are behind closed doors and then the third day he will say okay they can watch the last 10 minutes or they can watch the last 15 minutes let's not forget that coaches expect or demand certain things from the fa in 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 doing their 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 job and you have to provide it when the coach says i want to train behind closed doors sometimes it's difficult convincing the coach to compromise because that is what he has called for if the results don't go well his head is on the chopping block now in every decision we have made since march 2022 until today is purely technical purely nothing administrative purely technical 100 percent when they submit their report for the team let's say we have a game in a week's time every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer put lifelock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss plus with a u.s-based restoration specialist on your team you won't have to face drained accounts fraudulent loans or other losses from identity theft alone all backed by the lifelock million dollar protection package change the game on identity theft save up to 25 percent your first year at lifelock.com aware the technical team is expected to submit their report to the fa for perusal and what have you one key component that is always high on the agenda is training behind closed doors and i share this ex experience um uh, you know a lot of time when i'm speaking to issues concerning decisions of coaches i picked a flight from ghana did a transit in abu dhabi went to Turin in in in, in italy uh, going there to interview kojua samoa with my crew juventus approved the interview one month before we flew to italy upon arrival antonio conti says no i've got three games in one week that week when we arrived they had bayern munich to play i'm talking about 2012 they had bayern munich to play in the quarterfinal of the champions league then the weekend they had the touring derby against torino and then the next wednesday they had palermo and he said quadro is not available so you come back next year i packed my things and left and came back the interview didn't happen because the manager says it's not happening even though the club had already approved now again there was an experience in 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 cameroon i think we have not hammered this much there was an experience in cameroon 24 hours to our game against gabon 
in Cameroon, the game we drew. You know, we lost to Morocco in the first game, mm. and then we drew with Gabon. Andre scored, I think, in the 13th minute, and then they equalized later. 24 hours to the game, the lineup of the team was public. Because the first 15 minutes, that is mandatory for the media to cover, some of the guys decided not to leave the stadium. There, we do not even have control. And he watched the training of the team for the entire period, and he could tell who will start and who will not start. And 24 hours to the game, the lineup was out. And that helped the opponents to also arm themselves in coming into the match. So some of these experiences is always guiding us going into the future. And aside these experiences I have, I have, I have pointed out, the coach's decision is always paramount. In this case, the man who is at the helm says, I do not want my training sessions to be public or i don't want to open my training sessions to the public or the media but i will have media engagement once a while depending on the situation to brief the media as regards what is happening we are looking at the possibility of also allowing the media to come in to cover the friendly against namibia that has not been finalized but there are situations there, there are situations where coaches go into friendly games and they want to play behind closed doors mm. It's also it's also something that yeah. happens in our industry so i i think that daniel in all of this if it is that the black stars beat madagascar six nil like we see appears time when we beat lesotho seven nil the light of incident and then we beat central africa five nil every opponent we went to if we had if we had won five zero in Comoros in the recent qualifier all these arguments wouldn't come in because then you will know that the coach is doing something and it's what yielding results mm -hmm. but unfortunately we train behind closed doors we go to play the match we don't get the results and so people keep asking somebody maybe, 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 maybe when you open up the results will start coming it's not my call <laughs> I, I mean i get it i get that i get that unfortunately yeah. it's not my call yeah so so guys you know uh, Muftar, you have been asking any questions well, I, I, I actually do not think I've, I've got questions. I've, I've listened to Harry. I've, um, I wasn't anyone who actually even had issues with the decision of the FA to go and camp in South Africa. I also made my phone calls and uh, I understood the explanations people gave. In fact, just about two days ago, that was on Wednesday, I understand there was a meeting at the airport residential area involving the president, the minister, the chief director, where they all have to come into agreement on what is best for the country. So if they decided to South Africa, because they thought that was the best place for them to go and come, they had the support of of uh, the ministry. But the ministry, I was made to understand later, we that their decision to also um, let them go to South Africa and, and, and all that. So I've never been anyone who has issues with where Ghana wants to come. I was following the issues on social media. I saw what was happening, but I never really, really commented uh, because I have taken a, a break from social media for some personal reasons. No, 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 and, no, uh, no, 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 Moftao, I think why, this is important. Moftao, I think this is important because, um, I, again, for all of us here, you, you have, uncharacteristically, you had a divergent opinion where you seem to agree with the decision to go to South Africa. Our colleague, Redwan, also always says that, you know, he, he's always in agreement when the coach wants to go out there. But I'd love to know, Muftar, why, when you got the explanations that you got, 
why did you think that it was fine? You know, we thought that for the public press argument, there were better options, cheaper options, and things could have been done in such a way that we could come, okay, for so, example. Uh -huh. so, so, Gary, Gary, this is, this is it. The, the, the technical team believes that they will have the best of environment to prepare when they go to South Africa. Like Henry mentioned earlier, the back stops with them. If we give them the support and they go there and it, it doesn't go well, then we'll not tell them, okay, you said we, you needed A, B, C. We gave you A, B, C, but it still didn't give us the result. I, I've never been anyone who doesn't want to give people the support when they ask for it. They think the best environment to prepare was in South Africa. And in fact, like Henry mentioned, <laughs> Ghana was one, Togo was another. All these things, that was why I asked the question whether if Abu Dhabi was part. Because I heard many of the countries that the FA had planned that they wanted to go and come. And Ghana ultimately is now the place they want to come. Um, Sito asked whether it is a compromise. I feel it is a compromise because when the meeting happened on Wednesday, that closed around 12, 1 a.m., they still needed to, to reach some agreements and be convinced that. Yes, when we do this, it is in the interest of the national team. And when we camp here, we are going to do well. And in fact, I also heard if there was a possibility of even camping in Axim, whether that was a place that was good enough to be camp. And the the, 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 the the explanation that I was made to understand the FA group was that, do we have the best of facilities to prepare in Ghana? They are not available. So if the best of facilities are not available in Ghana, and we can have the best of facilities in South Africa to prepare and go and do well in the tournament so that the the performance we witnessed in Cameroon wouldn't happen again. Why would anyone have reservations about that? So, personally, I never... Act okay. All right, Muftar has made his point. Uh, we have 10 minutes. I think we should open the phone lines, yeah, right? Yeah, before you open... Yeah, let me just mention the okay, number and then yes, you talk. Please. Have you two had enough time? 0302 <laughs> 0302-216541. 0302-216541. Let's open the phone lines. If you have questions, you yeah. know, we have 10 minutes. Let's ask Henry the questions we want, and then we, we, we at least we know. Um, I'll also ask him, before I forget, Henry... When should we expect the final squad? But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah you see, I'm, I'm very. It's it, the tournament is important, right? And I gather now that it's possible you are going to play, maybe only Namibia ahead of the competition. Yeah. You've already explained why we couldn't play Algeria and Togo after yeah. they sent the invitation and blah 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 because facilities. Yeah, we spoke. And yeah, you've yeah. mentioned that. But while we camp in Ghana, mm. isn't it possible that we still could have played Algeria? Military jets could just fly us to Algeria uh, to Togo play a game because we have precedent when we camped in 2019 in Abu Dhabi, somebody just reminded me yeah we kept camped in jabe ali yeah yeah jabe yeah. ali and it yeah. was far from where we played a friend yeah, friendly. friendly yes inside dubai yeah, yeah. so it's not something we've not done before yeah, this one is togo so if military and this is the best time you can get every government support yeah. you can just fly us to togo we play against a high profile team like algeria oh, yeah. test ourselves come back to ghana wrap it up with namibia and maybe we are ready and mm -hmm. well tested for the Afghan. Um, I was wondering yeah, how we put that. The phone lines are open. 0302216541. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. 0302216541. I really want the public to, you know, one or two questions to come. Please call, though. So you don't say we need, 
we we sat here and we cooked the interview. Please, so that's what they say. Call and ask your heart, your heart question. Your heart question. What is on your heart? Never a bushel. Yes, never a bushel. So you say that we cooked the interview in some pot. Scripted. What, 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 what is sleeping on your heart? What is sleeping on your heart? Hey, please, guy. I was saying that yes, it's a good point. Um, um, situation raised. At least you would have had two higher intensity yeah. games, which will put you in a good stead um, going into going into the tournament. But 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 um. At the time, at the time we were talking to Algeria, Namibia was not in the picture. Okay. You know, Namibia was not in the picture. We we actually we actually wrote several letters. Now, what happens during this time is that you write several letters to all the the, the countries that have qualified for the competition. So so we wrote tons of letters to countries. I mean, inquiring about where they will come and whether it is possible to play a friendly. Remember, guy. Two years ago, when we were preparing for the the tournament in Cameroon, we announced the team will play three friendly matches. Yeah, yeah. We ended up playing only one. One, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, because at the eleventh hour, two of the teams pulled out yeah, because they had changed their camping uh, camping base. Yeah. Algeria flew in later because Algeria had played the um, Afro Asian. A tournament in in yeah. in, in, a, in Qatar. Qatar. They, so they, yeah. they were there anyway. Cup, yeah. mm-hmm. They left some of their home base players in Qatar, and then the foreign base players left. Yes. And later, yeah. when they, they 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 got ready for the tournament, the foreign base players came. So that was that was when they confirmed the friendly. The friendly we lost three zero. You know, in in Qatar. So sometimes preparation does not go the way you would ordinarily okay so so harry uh we have eight minutes guys um good afternoon who's calling merry christmas and welcome good to joy fm welcome to game plan yes talk to me and talk to harry most importantly <laughs> yeah i'm hamza i'm calling from tesano nice i one. want to ask about why the coach had to go to talk sports to make an interview about the afghan and not maybe joy sports and also <laughs> If, why didn't we decide to camp in Cote d'Ivoire? Cote d'Ivoire is camping when we could play with them and then we could come there. We, that's very close to us. Thank you. Okay, so two questions. Why is Cote d'Ivoire, why was Cote d'Ivoire not an option? You wouldn't get the serene atmosphere you are looking for because <laughs> the number of Ghanaians in Cote d'Ivoire, you have no idea. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we have an idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a, n- a number of Ghanaians. And then two, he's asking about the coach. The Chris, yes. Yeah. So two months ago, Talksport sent me um, an email. So you are the one who approved that thing? That, yes. Okay. That, that, <laughs> just want to put that they wanted to, to interview Chris. So, I mean, just last week, Fintu also sent an interview. Uh, sent an, an email, email that yeah. he wanted to, um, I think Muftar yeah. also sent one. Yeah. But um, whenever I receive such, such requests, I need to discuss with the coach and find out if it's something he's willing to do. Um, there are days where he says straight no. I if I show you the number of messages I have received on my phone in the last two two weeks from Egyptian media outlets wanting to interview the coach, you have no idea. And they are very aggressive. Yeah, they, are very they send a message. Hey, we want to talk to him. We want to talk to you. you know, very, very aggressive. Oh, yes, but I have, <laughs> I, I have, I took, I took a personal decision to embargo any interview in that part of the, of the, of the, of the region, of of the continent, because Egypt is in our group. You know, um, any, but he would even speak before we play them anyway. Twenty four hours to the game, he would speak. So I, I took a personal decision not to grant, not to grant him that, grant them that. Uh, okay, so Henry, you, you've landed. Yeah. Um, our more calls come in, please. So let me do this very quickly. Two minutes, papa, papa, then we go. Um, Mujab, 
Can you eventually ask Henry whether Chris will be in Ghana to announce the squad or address the nation on his choices of the squad? We are talking to him. We expect him in Ghana this weekend. When he arrives, we will plan and then we will make it public. We will make it public. Okay. Um, more questions coming in. Um, I think Henry has spoken very well. Ekria Sapoma. Ekria Sapoma on Twitter. I want to put it to you today that last week it occurred to me that this person is a GFA person. Mm. I'm telling you today that I've monitored your tweets and you are not a queer support, man. You are a guy, and I will find you. Ah, let me bot. let me read. Let me no no. I'm, I'm, let me read what he said. Good show we are listening. And if you like, the name is a queer support. S a r p o m a twenty. Look at the thread. He only insults us when we go against the GFA grain. This is the first time he has said anything positive to us. Good show we are listening. I think Henry has spoken very well. Sometimes he needs to be coming for interviews to clear the ways because he allows the negativity to thrive too much. It's very avoidable sometimes. Every yes. Friday, every Friday I'll be here. Yo, welcome, bro. Yo, welcome, bro. Um, any more questions? Oh, no phone calls. Please, so hey, zero three zero two two one six five four one zero three zero two two one six five four one. Um, Sicho, no more questions. Yeah. yeah, I think I think let me let me uh, explain further on the talk sports thing. Yeah. Yes. So I, I was saying that two months ago they sent an email they wanted to interview Chris. It's just unfortunate that it happened on the very day Calf released the positional yeah. squad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we had planned for it, and then I spoke to Chris the night before the interview, only for Calf to release the provisional squad the day of the interview. So it was just an unfortunate coincidence. But we had never ever planned. To put him out there mm. on that particular day to talk about the Afcon when Cav released yeah. the, the squad list, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. But I just want to say again that um, um, he's he's open. He understands these things, and me from experience, I don't think there is any problem. Mm. I've always availed him for interviews um, with specific reference to our brother at um, Asase. Achu. Yes, Achu. He called. He wanted to interview him. Chris was in town. I spoke to Chris. I discussed with him. Was open to it, and then it happened. So everybody who is looking ahead to a one-on-one -on -one with chris once he is available and he he feels okay with it and yeah. the shadow permits it there's no problem okay so Harry, yeah no no it's 57 i have to play at oh what's up i'm gonna ask like, yeah how come tyreek lamte is injured is likely not to be available to end of january and but he has been put in the provisional but they were in the provisional lists no communication between it's the good. and the club it's good it's good to be proactive than be than being reactive as we speak, Thomas is not playing, but Thomas too is in is in the squad. Now it's not even possible, Gary. It's not possible to put a player's name in a squad without informing his club. Okay. It's not possible. Never. The club can take you on easily. So we speak to clubs. For instance, let me use a local oh, example. Charlie, time? Okay. Let me use a local example. Yeah. Um, Thirty seconds. There is a player at the Diana called Isaac Binta, yeah. Yeah. who is leading the top scorers chart in the Ghana Premier League. Mm -hmm. Before the pro the provisional squad came public, his name was in the squad. Mm. We spoke to Adriana. Adriana said he is injured, and they did not. They were not able to give us any timelines as regards when he is coming back. Yeah. Mm. So we decided to right. to to take out okay. his name. Thank you, Henry Asante Chum. Uh, we've had him here. We've opened the phone lines. Those who have wanted to ask have asked Twitter, Facebook. I've gone through all the questions. We've covered all the bases that needed to be asked on game plan here on joy 99.7 fm final show unfortunately of the year. next week friday i will not be in accra i know right this is, the final <laughs> show of the year. this is the final show of the year my producer will beat me because of um the advert i've done the 
LPMs already. He has done it. He has done, I've done it. the LPMs, producer. Why, why, why? <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us this year, guys. Let's do this again next year. Wishing you the best. Thank you to Danny K, to Henry Asante Chum, GFA spokesperson, Sicho, and to Muftal, who joined us all the way from his coded location. Same with Fentu, who had to go and do some stuff. Gary Al Smith here. Wishing you all the best. May the good Lord bless all of us. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.